Hello, everyone, and welcome to Friendly Fire's exploration of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We are doing chapters five and six this time. I am joined again by Ryan. Hello, everybody. Chris. Hello. And Tyler. Hello. We do not have Brian because he's a weak-ass gamer boy and couldn't finish. <laughs> yeah, remember in the first episode when he called us a bunch of fake ass Star Wars fans? <laughs> I not find the time to beat this game. <laughs> He's a busy man. Um, I like how the when Brian's not on, you found the energy to do like a normal ass podcast intro, Tom, instead of the between two ferns at it with the last two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh well, shit happens. I'm sure it'll go off the rails at some point. <laughs> There are rails so, here. Yeah, I mean somewhere. Doesn't mean we have to ride on them. Yeah, it's like a bowling alley. You put the guardrails up and then you just chuck the ball down the lane anyways and it goes in the lane opposite. <laughs> oh bumper bowling? Don't yeah. do the bumper bowling. Like the little children's bumper bowling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just whip the ball like ten feet in the air. You do That's that, right. Tyler? Say what? Yes. Look at him. No. I was saying it's like that, where you put the guardrails oh. out, but then it goes off the rails anyways. It was funny because when I was a kid, they weren't guardrails. They were like actual inflatable things that went into the gutter. Now they just have, have the metal ones that you just... Yeah, but when you were a kid, they also rolled wheels down the street with a stick, so... <laughs> Not Amish. They're like metal rings or something. With a stick? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Little wooden wheel, they took a stick, like a baton. Yeah, and wow. would run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan knows. I know of it. (laughs) Thing in the old movies. Anyways, the game, since we jumped ahead last time, we have already killed Ravis and gave him his honorable death. And now we're going to search for the last compass, which Dagon has in the observatory. Mm -hmm. Correct. Where we're going? Yes. Through the mountains. Which is where BD also learns an electro bolt skill from a down lambda T4 shuttle. Yeah. Which immediately shoots it off and fucks us. And then Cal scolds him afterwards. He's like, maybe you should look into the things that I give you before immediately shooting them into a small cockpit. <laughs> Gives him a spanking. And that's it. It's that's that's the game, everybody. Alright. Cal All dies right. in the shuttle crash. <laughs> and you know, that section is cool how you go through that down the, bog, the mm-hmm. boggy, like, like it's not the swamp, but it's like the moist, yeah, foggy mountain yep. pass. Yeah, that area is cool. I think they yeah. call it the rift passage. Is that uh, area? There's the mountain Sorry. ascent, I think, is where it starts, but I don't remember. Yeah, that, that section's really cool. I like that area, and then the mountain obviously is fucking super cool. Just that whole ascent up to the observatory is super Yeah, rad. when you pass through the Imperial base and you gotta do those few wave fights and yeah. you meet the best boss in the game by the name of Rick. Yeah. Rick, uh, Rick door technician. Question about this. <laughs> yep. Are we uh, willing to accept that a door technician is just a futuristic locksmith? Because my yeah. boss is named Rick. Wow. Sure. <laughs> I mean, awesome the game. Hey, that's I what I'm saying. 
do they really have locks? Like, it essentially, wouldn't BD be a locksmith because he's basically slicing up doors? Well, that's just that's just theft. You know, there's more to like. So, you gotta install the systems that do the locking and repair them when they fail. I'm it's on Ryan's side. I believe you. Yes, <laughs> you're just saying that so that this is cut shorter. No, I mean, it's, I mean, you think about it. Just fuck this conversation. It's all semantics, really. I mean, what do you consider a locksmith's job to be, and what is Rick's job to tail? Uh, running at somebody who is extremely powerful, and then immediately dying in one hit. Except what I did yeah. is I actually picked him up and walked him over to the hole and dropped him in the hole. That's uh, what fell. I did. He just fell. I just picked him up and just hit him with one swing of a lightsaber. I let him attack me to get the parry, and then attacked him, and he had, like, some smart comment when I got the parry, and I don't even remember, because he just died before he could even finish a sentence. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently, he has a very large following on subreddits. People have made movie posters and such. About I don't even remember this character at all. Was... But he's just a normal, like, scout trooper that just yeah, runs at you with one of the He gets batons. a boss health bar for no yeah. s- no good reason, just to, but just to be funny. Just dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even it's... remember it. It just, it's so arbitrary. It just... I think you mean awesome. They start with the same letter. No, I just didn't, I didn't care. I, wow. I did not even remember it until you brought it up. Wow. Brian's going to call his boss right now. Yeah, yeah. so upset. <laughs> Does not care about locksmith whatsoever. I'm looking him up because I feel like he's not even a real character. <laughs> he is. Oh, Rick find the door technician is yeah. a real character. Yeah, find the movie posters that people have made for him. And they're <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like a, it's a reference to an SNL skit, right? No. I think so. Okay. I don't know. Uh, there's yeah, a I moment before we go up and fight weird. Rick. Uh, one of the memories Cal can see of uh, Dagon and Kree, where Kree cuts Dagon's arm off. Did anyone else see this? Yep. Well, I, I thought that was later. But, yeah. You know, I'm very confused. My I note, I have, I have that note written but... down before I did Rick the door technician. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was in the observatory. Bravest, even. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, I just thought about last night, because I'm replaying through the game, and I have not quite fought Ravis. That's fair. Uh, Cal's comment is, man, I don't want to end up like Dagan. And my thought was, I don't think Marin's going to cut your arm off. Yeah, maybe something else. <laughs> a little bit lower, perhaps. <laughs> Put it in some carbonite so it lasts forever. Well, you got to cut it off first. But... Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can use her weird dark, dark magic to like make sure that it's still... All right. Pulsing. <laughs> All right. With green goose. I didn't think we were going to... Go into making space dildos immediately. <laughs> Did you think that even was a possibility? No, I didn't. Okay. But here we are. How do you not here have that on the bingo card? Blowing sure. Tyler's like who was the dude from the dude from Saved by the Bell that did that? Uh, what? Dustin Diamond. He did that. He made a oh, he's dead dildo out of his own dick. That doesn't surprise me. That's fascinating. if only he was in Star Wars, and that would have yeah. been great. Screech in Star Wars. Okay, so Rick is dead. We can continue through, you know, we get to the top of the mountain and it's very cool. Nice big panoramic. You get some TIE fighters flying by, getting attacked by the droids. Yeah, as you're flying through the air off those inflatable satellite buoys or whatever. That, yeah. yeah. So cool. 
Those things are fucking weird. I still don't understand the purpose of those. Like, like a within a, world, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is the... Why do they exist in this world other than a game <laughs> play? Weather, weather, weather like balloons? balloons? Yeah. yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not weather <laughs> balloons, but... If they're weather the, balloons, uh, they are not they, very locksmith. stable. The second that you pick up another one, the last one explodes. What oh, well, those are temporary <laughs> ones, though. Yeah, the other ones like, are always of... there. So, the temporary ones. Or maybe you know. some kind of, like, floating uh, scaffolding for construction workers. Like, how did this structure get up here? So, okay, so they put a uh, floating scaffolding on there, and then somebody pulls another inflatable balloon out, and the last one explodes. Yeah. And then you better hurry up, Jerry! <laughs> I'm going to pull this one out, and you're going to fall to your death. Damn it. But yes. So, yeah, I had the uh, Dagon part here, but then again, I just typed it up because I remembered it. I just didn't remember when it happened. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's at the the very tippity top. We're at the tippity top. Of uh, did you guys get lost? I've seen uh, a couple of videos where people have gotten lost in this area and didn't know what to do. Uh, uh, most specifically in the rotating room that you have to run behind the uh, magma guards or whatever and shoot the uh, electro bolt yeah. in. People can figure out that that's what they were supposed to do for a little while. Continuously rotate the room. Yeah. Oh no, not there. Uh, way earlier than that. Uh, like one of the first little obstacles where you had to get some of the Kobo matter to burn something away. Oh, the very, the very first. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I did not see where I had to <laughs> shoot the thing in to open the door up top. I thought I had to open the door up top some other way yeah, to get yeah, it. As, you yeah. have to pull the panel off to open up a little piece in the window to then. Yeah, you know. I never saw that other. panel highlighted to be like use your force. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Not too bad though. But yeah, this is a really cool area. Another High Republic, you know, floating observatory. Very smooth and yeah, it was very super cool. It was a fun climb up. Yeah, yeah. I took some pretty cool screenshots here with the photo mode. Yeah, the the zooming around with the grapple in here after you get access to the weather balloons. Um, kind of reminds me of the Sky Temple in uh Twilight Princess, which is like the best temple in that game by a million miles. So I loved it. I had a very good time. Uh, so we make it to the top, and none other than Dagon, the one-armed Wonderkin, is up there. Such a good and, fight. Yeah, it's fight rules. Yeah, it's a very good fight. It's amazing. Um, good phases. Start, uses his Jedi confusion. Flips the room upside down. That shit was so awesome. Makes copies of himself. Yeah. Um, creates a force arm. Yeah. 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 It's like a crazy ghost purpley arm yeah talk about a phantom limb am i right wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you're a phantom pain oh <laughs> all right but uh yeah at this point <laughs> i thought that because there's several times that boat is quite vulnerable i'm like they're gonna kill boat off here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like oh that's or the, the other boat. thought was like he's turning boat and boat is going to start like be fighting with Jedi him. mind tricked, yeah, and he's going to be fighting yeah. with him. So the yeah, when you actually kill him, I thought yeah, it was the confusion, and you would wake up and you actually just stab Bode and Dagon's yeah, yeah. just in the corner, like laughing maniacally with his one arm clapping. <laughs> Good job, one handed clap. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's going to do that. I don't, I don't remember how you do it. 
There's like a way that you yeah, can yeah, do don't it. Don't do that because it doesn't look like you're trying to clap, sir. <laughs> it doesn't look like I'm trying to jerk anything off either. Well, it did before when it you lowered your hand and it disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Milk, milk you and the cow. You got to grip it like this, though. Just white knuckle. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. See, Brian's going to be happy. He's not here for this one. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I thought several times that Bode would be the one that dies here and not that, oh, we just killed who we thought was the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this is weird. Like, I wonder where they're going to go with this now. Yeah. Like, once we were, I mean, we'll, we'll get there in a second, but back on Jeddah, when thing, things really feel like they're ending for the game, and it's yeah. like, I know there's still another chapter of this game left, so something bad is happening. Yeah. Yeah, because we go back um, and get... Cordova, the compass, which is broken again, of course, because nothing is ever. Whole. We had to fight for it. Come on, man. Yeah. So we make it back there and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'll try and repair it. And they're like, let's go hang out and have a little buddy campfire and get drunk on some grease tea. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which is a very funny part because he's bringing it out and he's like, oh, I can this is really heavy. Can someone come help me? And Marin goes up. She's like, I'll help. And then she just grabs the one cup. <laughs> the one he's, drinking it. he's like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Love, Love Marin. And then, you know, it's just uh, like weird. There's no audio cutscene. Just I'm like talking for a while until they leave. And then you have a conversation with Bode, who you see is worried about something and deflects immediately upon his daughter. You know, at this point. Okay. And suggests that maybe they just go first to Tantalore and inspect it to make sure that it's safe for everybody else, which at this point Bode you know, obviously now we know that he's probably just trying to actually get Cal out so that you know, obviously he can deflect from what happens and he's like, oh I don't know what was going on, but then he also would not have been responsible for the deaths that ensue or he can feel that he's not responsible for this. Yeah, because right. he he can, as we know, he can blame it all on the fact that he's a father. Yeah. So that's why he makes the choices. That well, he, he would made. never have have, to have done that because you know everybody would be dead by the time they come back from Tantalor. Yeah. So he was kind of trying to save them. Because you can see, like, so what they do really good in this part and the next part is Bode's body language is very, very good. So as we go down and, or wait, well. I mean, we all knew he was going to turn after this point, right? I mean, like, is. I mean, I was still, yeah, I was still iffy on what was going to happen. I wasn't like, oh, campfire. Yeah, Bode's a fucking bad guy now. I uh, certainly less trusting like as chapter three turned into four turned into five like my bode became like a a character I kept in closer eye on because I did start to have some uh, you know you only had suspicion because Brian said something in the first episode no it was uh, somewhere in the third chapter I have a note I don't remember exactly what right but he, he said, said it in the second or when we did the first recording I would have said it no because I was fine with him in the first two chapters I had right, no problem Brian said that he was. So then after he said something, then it got your brain thinking. You could say well, no. But... For me, it was um, just the fact that I knew that there was more game left. 
in like that conversation, it was very alluding to the fact like he he was had mixed feelings about something, and it's like okay, the only thing that you could have mixed feelings about is the fact that you're going to turn and betray us at this point, you know, because you're the way that you're responding to everything that's being said, the way that you're reacting to the rest of the team, you're obviously holding something back. Like he was very guarded in that moment. And uh, it was, I just felt like it was very obvious. I didn't think it was going to turn into what it turned into as far as the reveal for who he was, but um, definitely knew he was going to betray them at that point. So before we go down to find out what's happening, we have a nice little moment with Marin where they talk about the order not being around and that Cal finally knows what he wants. Or what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, smoochy, smoochy. Heavily uh, implied fade. sexy times, yes. Yes. <laughs> fade to black. Wake up in the morning all by, by yourself. Go downstairs. Cordova's like, I did it. We are happy ending. Roll credits. Alarms go off. Empire is here. And I like this because as soon as it happens, like you can see Boat, Boat just like starts looking up. Cause right as the alarms go off and kind of just like puts his head down and walks off screen. At that point, I was like, yep, well, he fucking did something. And then obviously, seconds later, he has Cordova held at gunpoint. He says, you don't have to do this. It's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. And then shoots him twice. Yep. And then madness ensues. Uh, you chase Bode through the base. You get the very, very fun uh, speeder Speed chase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This part was, it was fun, but I had definitely some weird rubber banding going on where it was like, I was going yeah. so fast and I would get so close to him. They would like pull me back away. And it definitely takes you out of it for a second when that happens. That didn't happen to me. Well, your game just ran perfect the whole time. You're just got the blinders on just don't look at any of the technical issues <laughs> i don't remember that happening and i did it twice because i just did it probably an hour ago and well I you must not be good on the speeder bike because i kept getting i was riding those corners getting right up next to him and then it would just push me away and then bring me back and the rubber banding hardcore i'm sorry that that happened to you sir yeah. clearly my fault well no but you're always like yeah my way's fine i had no problems <laughs> Uh, yeah, the like when you're leaving before the speeder speeder bike chase, like Boat has some weird canned animations that looked not great of him like flying away. Just like they're so fast that they don't look like a character moving; they just look like you know quick zip. And then also he's like supposed to be running from you, but one of the elevators was not down that was supposed to be down, so I had to like call it down and wait, and then get on it and get up. And he was just waiting there for me, and then ran away very silly <laughs> well i mean it has to have the animation there i mean they're not gonna just put it like he's yeah. just gone and then you'll be like well yeah, where the fuck do i go because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know just gonna be wandering around the base game, but it's still very silly looking yeah but they could have like had him off near the speeder bikes like trying to get him ready to go or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. instead of like just standing there like this waiting <laughs> so it's Instead of him waiting, you want him to have problems to start a speeder bike when there's clearly <laughs> like five of them there, and he's just like sitting there. Oh, fuck, well, he I don't to, know how. To yeah, start but he has it. to get it ready and like got to get the door. You could have been like getting the door open and shit, waiting for the door to open up or something. That makes more sense than just standing next to the elevator waiting for a door to open. 
what doesn't make sense i mean if you were if it was everything was running fine then it wouldn't have been a problem correct i guess like he's not not on everybody's game is he just like standing there hey come catch me sir maybe it was for a dramatic effect he yeah. was taunting you yeah with that sith love drama Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of drama queens. Oh, he's not a Sith. That's true. Yeah, he's, he's just on his own path. But uh, there's some very cool scenes as you're flying on the speeder bike. And uh, at one point, you whip one of the troopers up into a TIE fighter's cockpit, so which is hilarious. So good. Uh, and you know, there's just fighting all around, which is very cool. And then you end up tackling Boat off his, and you have to fight him. Um, Grandmaster without BD. Well, this was interesting. I didn't know if you were supposed to die like that. <laughs> because I was like, huh, I'm on Grandmaster. I'm like, oh, maybe I just died immediately, but that's just how it goes because. Yeah, I thought my know. game was fucking broken. Yeah, um, so I, did have, I did have a glitch here as well where once he killed me and the respawn thing came up, it, nothing happened. So I had to restart. That's weird. Yeah. But as we land and tackle him, um, Cal yells at him that they did all this together to get the compass and he's just going to give it away to the Empire. And he's like, I'm not going to give it to the Empire because he's not planning on giving it to the Empire. He's just running away with Kata. And then he does a force push on you and then you're just flabbergasted. WTF. It was a Jedi the whole time! And he's like, yeah. you weren't the only one that survived. Zroom. I'll tell you what, yeah. not expect blaster that. stance is way better than our blaster stance. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the backhanded blaster stance. That's what Cal needs to learn for the next game. Um, He's got nobody to learn yeah. it from, though. That's true. <laughs> he saw it enough. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I definitely don't see this coming, even though most most saw his betrayal at least potentially happening at some point. Uh, I don't think any of us called that he was a Jedi. Um, no. Yeah. Oh. I was wondering through the entire speeder bike section, like, why doesn't Cal just, like, use on him? But I guess it makes sense that it would, probably wouldn't have worked on him since he's he's a Jedi. Or he could have yeah. forced back, but, like, they don't want to reveal then that he's a Jedi because they have a moment coming in a second where they realize sure. he's a Jedi. So they're just like, don't. He, he just doesn't. Use it. He doesn't think about it. Cal's I do love that moment, too, where Cal's like, it's this is after the fact, obviously, um, when you're back on the ship. It's kind of jumping ahead a little bit where... He's talking to Marin and Grease, and he's like, why couldn't I sense him? I don't understand why I couldn't sense him. That moment is yeah. so fucking good. Like, have you not seen the prequel movies where nobody knew who Palpatine was? Yeah, you didn't ask Cal that? Like, <laughs> Grease wasn't like, didn't you see the prequels? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like an unheard of thing, but yes. Yeah. The uh, Sith are well. He's not Sith, but yes, they are very good at hiding. Plus, he was trained. Like you find out later, he was trained in intelligence, and that's how basically he disappeared anyway. And if you are trying not to be seen, you probably would not tell people that you are a Jedi since they're just murdering them. Yeah. So yeah, but that moment is so good where he's just he's so fucking frustrated with himself and blames himself for everything. He's like, I didn't sense him. It's just like, God damn. We'll get there. (laughs) So yeah. you essentially have no BD, so you have no healing. So it's just a one and done. And you're like, oh, and then you fall down. And he's reaching for his lightsaber. He says, Seer's name it fades to black. Respawn, you respawn, and you're fucking Seer. Doing fucking just madness. Just murdering 
tons of imperial like you can just rip ships out of the sky and slam them into the ground i don't know if you guys were doing that but it's very fun uh during that whole battle scene on the outside you can grab the drop off the drop ships and just throw them into the ground i didn't know that i did not do that yeah, yeah. god damn yeah, R1 sounds, X. yeah you can grab them before they cool. jump down and want. she just grabs it and just slams them into the ground and all ah, that sounds cool fuck that's cool. very good uh i think it, the game did a bad job of hi- showing highlights for force abilities at, at times though especially later on going for the platinum and trying to find stuff that was like hidden under rock piles is i know i'd gone past like rock piles a handful of times and i never got that prompt to lift it up you know what i mean well, you wouldn't have gotten the prompt until you had it. it. Like and even red. when they, even when you well, did, wait, when you didn't it have it, it was prompt red when you couldn't use it. Right. But even like even the light up when you had it was very faint. Yeah, it, I, it, it did light up, but yeah, you'd have to be really looking. Yeah, you have to look for it. And I, I think it, they could have done a, a little bit better job. Maybe it could be an update later on where they make that a little bit more bold, so you can tell like what you can actually use your force powers on. Because like I would have loved to have done that, but I had no idea that. How, how the fuck would I know? So I think how, how, I, how did I know Seer was that powerful that she could slam a fucking ship into the ground? Because that's where you learned it from when she pulls down that whole fucking thing earlier. I didn't make the connection to the, even the flashback. To... Yeah, 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 yeah. With the update, they actually added um, the buttons pop up now. Oh, do they? So because when I was playing this morning, it said like on a lot of them, it would say R1 X, R1 oh, triangle. I want to say it would just like highlight. <clears throat> that's an option in the accessibility menu and it was there on day one i believe because i turned oh, it off uh, intentionally. well i probably turned that off then. well i didn't turn anything off and i've just been playing so update might have reset it yeah because yeah. i had i had no prompts or no tutorials for anything really i i turned all that shit off i didn't want a bunch of shit popping up on the screen so gotta have a minimalist view on the screen the hood. yes no, I, uh, very way. fun <laughs> yeah and uh so you Finish off one wave. Marin comes and says, you know, they need help elsewhere. So you run off with Marin. Asir, and then you basically, there's AT-ATs coming in, which is very cool. You're up on the high side of the mountain running around. And you basically find those little balls from the High Republic and you shoot them into other bigger balls that turn into bombs. That was cool. That roll down the hill and explode on these AT-ATs, which is very fun. You know, there's just chaos ensuing everywhere murdering all kinds of uh, troopers. Mm-hmm. You get to the inside, you go to uh, the loading dock. And then we have ATSDs breaking through to after, I don't know, five minutes of murdering people, you get ripped down the ceiling again. You seal the entrance. Uh, Mantis comes. And Seer essentially tells Marin or she's going to go back to get the codes for the hidden path. And tells Marin she's got to stay with the Mantis to protect the Mantis. You go to the archives where the codes are. She gives them their BD. BD runs away. And Darth Vader fucking just kicks yes. the door down. And this is probably the hardest fight in the game. Especially on Grandmaster. I cannot tell you how many times I did this fucking fight. Especially once you get to like the third section where Vader just has like insta-kills. Yeah. Like all the plenty. And on Grandmaster, if he hits you twice, you're fucking dead anyway. Uh, you're already at the Darth Vader part? Already. We weren't, we weren't too far away. Okay. Um, before that, I did have another glitch in this section. 
where uh, you're standing near the hangar bay and the ATATs and all the stormtroopers are coming in through the fire. I had some weird glitch where I had to restart where two of the, the two of the ATATs in the last wave would not walk through the fire. And then they were and then they were walking they're blocking the stormtroopers from coming in, so that last wave never fucking came in. So I just Isn't that the, the last two with that last wave, those are the ones you're supposed to pull the ceiling down on. Because only one breaks through. Yeah, and then that's that's the thing. That's what I was going to get to. And then I found out later that I was just being stupid. <laughs> so it wasn't a glitch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is I thought it was. And then turns out I was fucking stupid. <laughs> but again, again, it goes back to the point of I never saw the like glow of the ceiling of like, this is how I got to do this. So, Are you colorblind, Tyler? Are you colorblind? No. I just, I don't think I was paying enough. I was also drunk as absolute. All right. That's a reasonable excuse. (laughs) So we found out that a bunch of the bugs that Tyler has is he's just drunk Mm -hmm. as shit. Yeah. It turns out the glitch was in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. Yeah. I will. I, this was the section I stayed up until like three in the morning playing. Oh, sure. Well, yeah, once you hit that point where the betrayal starts, like, it's like, I yeah, can't stop. yeah, like, I, I was, getting, I was super fucking tired. I mean, I played all the way up until almost the very end because I did where he kills Cordoba all the way up until after you go to the Imperial base. Like, so I stopped right before you go to Tantalor. And I mean, I was doing everything, trying to clear everything out. I mean, I was so fucking tired. So that could have mm-hmm. been another reason why I didn't notice. But yeah, that Vader fight is. Fucking so badass. Awesome. It was yeah. hard as fuck. Oh, yeah. I was on Grandmaster and I refused to drop it down. I was just getting my ass beat for probably a half hour before I finally beat him. Yeah. It was, and he only had four heals and her yeah. life bar is considerably smaller. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you get three or four hits on Master. Oh, you, me, you, yeah. You get hit twice and yeah, you're done on Grandmaster. Took me five tries. It wasn't, crazy difficult it was really just learning his attack pattern after you go through the cutscenes. like once you you know how you whittle his health down there's a cutscene. scene his health down there's a cutscene. um and how he would change up his attack pattern i had to get used to also going from using the other stances to just a single lightsaber was tough to get used to as well that it, yeah. it wound well, up yeah. being okay for me because it's pretty close to cal's blaster stance it's very like lungy and stabby so it was feeling pretty yeah. familiar for me i actually after um, the last episode, and nobody was using the single blade. I went back and I changed my stance to where I used the single blade after Bode betrayed us to finish the game. So, yeah, it was fun. Wow! Congrats on finishing the game with the lame stance. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it actually, it's pretty um, fucking powerful. It's such a surprisingly vanilla, vanilla fucking. I just wanted a dip because we were bitch. all using the same stances or at least tom and i were it's like nobody's using the single so i'll I'll switch to the single but it just felt cool to have like one blade against one blade at the end you know i mean the cross guard is still one blade against one blade yeah but you know what i mean a standard lightsaber but it was uh it's once you get that tree leveled up it's surprisingly powerful yeah and no, it does, I, yeah, it does really well with because it has like a perfect mix of everything. It has range because you can throw. It has a really good like uh, stamina uh, depleter where like you can jump and press triangle and it does like a crazy fucking lunge attack downwards that just fucks stamina guards up real bad or block meters, whatever the fuck. 
And uh, yeah, it ended up being pretty good. I, I was surprised. Yeah, so you got what three phases of the Vader fight? Yeah, yeah. One where he starts to throw the books at you, then you knock him into the bookshelf, and he starts on fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That part uh, is so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. So his last phase on Grandmaster, because essentially nothing phases him. Like you can hit him like four times with the cross guard. He doesn't like. There's no knockback. He'll just power right through you and just fuck you up. That last phase was awful to get through on Grandmaster. He looks so fucking badass lucky. though, like with his cape on fire and like it's the games do such a good job of like making Vader feel like in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi did the same thing, making the Vader feel like an imposing character. So since you since you're speaking about Obi Wan Kenobi and you know this is the hidden path, which is a big deal in Obi Wan Kenobi or in Kenobi, um, when Seer jumps and hits him at the end, he limps away. Do you think? When he is introduced in Obi Wan and is in that back to tank, it is because of her. That would be a weird connection. If, but I don't. I mean, but I obviously know. they've like they were being made at the same time. There was probably yeah. talk about this, like yeah, they're definitely connected in some way. And why else would he just be like chilling in the fucking back to tank? Because he's not in that in any of the other ones. Like he's got that other weird chamber in. The original episodes or uh four five and six where he's not in a back to tank it's just like a weird i don't know yeah it's like a seal yeah the chamber. vacuum sealed chamber looks like a yeah so he was like obviously an iron, recovering like an iron from lung something. Is what it looks like yeah so he's obviously recovering from something and he just got stabbed and just limps away but it's yeah. cool and also not cool how like she just misses by like what four inches <laughs> it's like yeah. just right between his arm and he's just like straight through her like, ah, ha, 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 fuck you, Seer. I do love how he acknowledges how much she's grown as yeah. a Jedi, though. And, like, that she's and actually... he came there for her. Like, he was yeah. hunting her. Like, that's why he's there. Yeah, that she's actually a force to be reckoned with. Well, she was. No, she yeah. Did, uh, did she miss, or did Vader make her miss? Either way, she missed. That's fair. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he made a uh, miss. <laughs> holding, holding her saber with the force mid-fight. Just so cool. So just such oh yeah, cool. when he's got two hands, and then he just, yeah, like he just lets go yeah. down and just holds it, holds her saber there with the force. Oh god, yeah, yeah. The the thing I really like about this fight is that you have a pretty long build up of of like just destroying stormtroopers and ATSTs and shit. Um, leading up to this moment, uh, just to show how ridiculously powerful Seer is, and then this is like way more challenging than any fight Cal has done still, even with Seer being OP. It's like shows like still now how outmatched Cal would be in this fight, like as outmatched almost as he was in the first game when he was running away from him. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, very good. And then uh, as she's dying and falls back, you know, at first I didn't know if it was real or not because it gets that weird haze like around her as she yeah. falls and then Cal catches her. But uh, her last words is Trilla, her uh, Padawan and main bad guy from the first game. Weird. I guess. I mean, she does say Cal first and then she says Trilla and then just dies. But I don't know. Well, I think it's a kind of an acknowledgement of the passing of the torch of how she failed with one, but then. 
you know, succeeded with the other and the, the connection between the two and how much they meant to her, even though, you know, she probably felt like she failed Trilla at the, the end of the first game, that she succeeded with Cal in this one and doing Lex, the right thing. She essentially got Trilla killed because she's like, oh, I'll stop fighting. And then it's just Vader comes down and murders her. Yeah. You fucking bitch. So, yeah, they're all dead. Everybody, no, just Sears dead. I mean, there's all those other things. Yeah, the, yeah. Cordova. Uh, yeah. Cordova. <laughs> yeah, and so it, after they come off the Mantis, uh, you just got the two body bags there. Super sad. Which Cal, I, I don't know. Cal is fucked up. That, uh, the animation during that scene where he's holding her dead body. Oh, yeah. So it's so cries. fucking good. It, it did a really good job of that. Yeah. I wrote down finally like actual like real emotion in the game like you know because there's stuff that builds but there's not like I don't think as far as the animations or motion capped like you know there's not like anything like he's obviously more developed as a character and he he's not as monotone but like this just oh, the, they, you they know. did a great job with him the second half of the game he oh, has God. such a huge range it's that he does great. It's really good. It's refreshing after the first game, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just that whole scene when he just screams. Well, I mean, even the, the campfire scene beforehand when they're all like celebrating the fact that they got the compass and stuff. I mean, even that, you know, he's got more range in that. And then to go from him with the anger and screaming at Bo, and then to go from the screaming and the crying for Seer, and then the melancholy afterwards of like, the, the fuck are we supposed to do? And yeah. Which is then when they get on the Mantis and uh, he's like, I, you know, why couldn't I sense it? And Grease is just like, you know, this isn't, he's like, just stop it. It's like, this isn't on anybody but Bode. Like, he's the one that yeah. did it. That's a great moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not you. So yeah, I was definitely worried about, like, okay, Cal could definitely blame himself for this. And I was very worried about that being, like, the arc, because that's a very common arc of, like, him spending the rest of the game blaming himself. And he does a little bit, but, like, to immediately have them moment of the entire crew that's left being like no this is not your fault yeah like we yeah. all trusted Bode even though yeah. you're the one that brought him in we all trusted him mm-hmm. yeah it was very good so you know then it's the hunt hunt for Bode realizing that he still had the locator which is how he found Cal in the beginning that that's how they would try and track him after Marin said well I wish there was a bounty on him so we could follow that light the bulb and then, so they don't find anything initially when they're looking, and then Cal starts walking away, like all depressed and dejected. And then it lights up, which then obviously they're like, oh, this definitely seems like a trap. But they find out where he is. And they end up going to Nova Garon, which ends up being this really cool Imperial um, Security Bureau, like the Secret Service, essentially, of the Empire, Secret Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go through so far you're unnoticed like you're making your way through it you know trying to track down where bode is and you try to hack this terminal and it doesn't work and then they're on to you but you get to see like i don't know it's a really good design for the base i really like the way it looks you know imperials have very good i really like the imperial designs they're very cool looking mm-hmm. uh so you go into the vents after you're being chased because you alert the entire base basically that you're there and uh, Danvik is the head that is there and you know puts the all, all alarm out. Basically, Bode's boss. You're right. 
Uh, but you don't know that yet. You're running through the uh, ducks and stuff, and you end up falling into his office. Funny enough. He's like, oh, you're not going to do anything. And he pulls the gun out, and, and he's about to shoot him. And I like how Cal just goes like this. <laughs> he just whips the fucking blaster out of his hands and then pulls his own out and points it at him. Uh, to which you find out that, yes, that uh, he is the one that sent Bode when on the job for Coruscant that initially started this whole thing. Uh, what is even better is the fact that you're like, he, Cal's like, you're the reason that Seer's dead. He's like, no, that's not supposed to happen for months yet. It's like, bullshit, Vader came and killed him. And then you can see the fear in his eyes through the animation that he's like, oh, shit. Something else is going on. And before he can really say anything, you know, smash his head on the fucking table. Mm -hmm. He just passes out. I'm very upset that this ISB officer uniform is not unlocked. For like being able. No, you can't put this on other than this point. Like it's not in the customization menu. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. You can't walk around with the, the, the ISB uniform. But it's funny because yeah. then I you're just... if that's like, I'm oh, sorry. No, oh, go ahead. It's like a a Disney mandate thing because I know Disney is so hard to work with that like they don't want a Jedi walking around in that gear in like a civilian settlement and stuff. But in the first one, you could unlock the Sith armor you after you beat it to wear that, which also so I'm very unhappy that there was no like Inquisitor armor or anything that you could unlock after. You do get the this. Inquisitor colors though for the. Yeah, but that's just here. You don't the, get. Uh, Lightsaber, which the like, Inquisitor colors on a lightsaber look fucking awesome. That black and like reddish orange color looks sick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, but it's just the colors. So it was a little, you know, it could have been more, but it's fine. It is what it is. So now you essentially found out where Bode's sleeping, I guess. It's little... Where Bode's abode is? Yes, it's Bode's abode. <laughs> And all right, so you're right. just enough of you. I've had enough. <laughs> oh, you know what, Tyler? We all have to sit here every episode and listen to you. <laughs> I'm just mad I didn't think of it. <laughs> so, dressed in the ISB officer uniform, you are just walking around. And it's funny because he's like, BD, you got to hide. So, otherwise, you're going to give it away. Meanwhile, he just has a lightsaber on his side. Yeah, just hanging it. enough. He did no not my screen. Oh, no, he did. No, because it was Kata just the blaster it. on my screen. Because oh, Kata notices it when you get there. It wasn't until he he's, he pulled it out. He thought it was maybe Bode oh, with the door open. Out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, it was it was <laughs> like completely concealed on my screen. I, there was no saber. Hmm. Where did he pull it out of? His pants. Underneath his jacket? I don't know. Yeah, I thought I could notice it when I was walking around, too. But... Maybe I just missed the remembering. But anyway... You're walking through, you can have weird conversations with some people. Like, you can talk to one guy asking him, where, Oh, hey, where's this? And he's like, What are you fucking talking to me for? What are you, who are you? Are you new? I'm going to call security on you. Yeah, but you have like more of those. I assume this was ranked, the little blue things. So I was just yeah. like, This guy should not be talking to me like this. I'm his fucking boss. Yeah, I mean, you literally stole the clothes off Danvik. So you're yeah. essentially like, Which is funny because he has clothes on later. I wonder if he's like sleeping in his office just naked. And he's like, Oh, God. I'm close on quick. Because that's just his office. It's not like where he lives. 
I mean, I mean maybe, maybe he maybe, yeah, who knows? Keeps an extra pair of uh, clothes in the office just, just in case he shits himself. In case he spills <laughs> some spaghetti on him when he's eating. <laughs> I mean, you get, he's wearing all white. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you find Bode's abode, open the door, and, uh, you know, just looking at some, you find a picture of him, his wife, and Kata. Uh, there's a, like, brief echo. I don't remember really what it says. I think it's just Kata talking about her mom. You go into his bedroom. You slice into his bedroom. And you also find uh, like one of the old discs that you have to look at. To see what's on there. You find out that he's, you know, how long he's been gathering intel on you and all of the crew. And then as you're doing that, uh, Kata walks in, which is cool. She's got that little uh, like area camped out in the corner with like a tent built yeah. up and she's like who are you she's like you don't fucking work here I'm like nope you're right and you're the first one to notice that yeah. you gotta help her find her little uh what the hell is that mookie her mookie yeah. doll that's underneath yeah. the table which is funny because he's just like oh yeah sure i'll help you where's your dad I'm fucking murder him oh he's your doll uh essentially bode shows up he's like well you're a lot earlier than you were supposed to be and God is like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, we're best friends. But we got in a fight. It'll be fine. It's, I, I love that. Uh, but it's so at that point, like, Cal's got his lightsaber out. He's like, we're going to, but we're going to talk it through. Right, Cal? He's like, not to fight in front of her. And just, he puts it down. And they talk for a little bit. And he, you know, asks him how he got out, how he survived Order 66. And that's when he learned he was a, trained in intelligence during the Clone Wars, and then after everything went to shit, he basically used that knowledge to disappear um, until he found Kata's mom, who then one day when they were out, the Inquisitors tracked him, and she essentially delayed them so that Kata and Bode could escape. Yeah, and that's how he died. Again, super good stuff. Yeah. So he's back to the, you know, he's doing this all for Kata, and you know, it would have been fine until the decision of Cal making or the way he justifies it, it, everything would have been fine until Cal decided that he was going to give Tantalor to the hidden path, which I, in Bode's mind just means there's way too much attention being drawn where he just wanted to escape. Yeah. Where nobody knew where they were, but, you know, drawing a bunch of people that are being actively hunted to a place that he wants to take his daughter. Brings the chance for more Imperials to find him again and put him yep. and his daughter at risk again super good shit it's a mm-hmm. bet i mean i i get it i get where he's coming from it's right uh, it's a good standpoint it's like they justify what he's doing and why he's made the choices he's made and i think they do a fucking great job of explaining it all right and then he's the you know he he tells cal that you know he's doing that for her and he wouldn't understand and cal's like i, I don't but i do understand betrayal you're a monster and Bell's like no i'm a father and he throws the table at him and runs. Ha! Flee! And then you get this fucking embrace the dark side where you just yeah. murder like 30 fucking troopers. And it's just very good. Uh, it's a little misleading because everything you kill here essentially is in one hit. But further on, it's still the you can only hit them like three times before they snap out of it. Yeah, it's also takes the place of time dilation too right right well it, it still does the time dilation 
It just now you I think you do more damage now. It also makes you forces you into a single blade. Yep. Yeah, you can only use the single blade. Yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculously uh, powerful though. Like yeah. uh, it makes a lot of those like really hard rifts much easier. Like the double rancor. No, yeah. yeah, I didn't use that. I did that before getting this. But yeah, so you're just chasing boat again through the uh ISB base this time, murdering more and more troopers because now you're crazy. So after you end up getting to the docking bay and Marin's there, you're like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm saving you. This is another point where I'm like, they're going to fucking kill Marin here because you're separated. There's an obvious big gap in between you. There's a, just a massive amount of troopers that start coming for her. And I'm like, I would have been so upset. This is, a, this is a very good area that they could just kill her off and just add more. Because if they would do that, then they would add in the like, obviously there is no choice in this game. It just, you know, it has the story that it made. But that would be a good point of like Cal transferring over to the dark side, which as you get through here, he could have done. But Marin talks him down because that's when he gets Danvik. And, you know, is basically blaming him for everything and about to squeeze the ever living piss out of him. And Marin said, I don't want to lose anymore. <laughs> she won't. And he cried. And then they had sex in the ISB base. And that's the end of the game. No, it's not the end of the game. Okay. Boat escapes. You make it back to the Mantis and Grease is like, yeah. See, he was trying to fight the whole base, wasn't he? Marin's like, yes. Yes, he was. He's very smart, this one. Fights everything. I wish... Like, this is a very cool-looking area, and I wish it was a little bigger than just the one trope, like, base that it was, but it's still very good. I'm kind of glad it was small and contained, made it exploring it a lot faster, get all the stuff that was inside of it. There wasn't much in there. I know, but what there was, you could find quickly and just get in and out of there, move on, keep the story rolling. It felt intentional to keep it light. That way you could get in, get out, and get out your boat, not hang around. So Boat has the compass, leaves, and as you get back onto the Mantis, there is a hollow of Centauri Cree saying that if you're getting this, there is another way to navigate, and that is by aligning all of the rays to the coordinates that are on the actual hollow that you're watching now. So back to Kobo. Back to the place that we all thought was like a vault that had lots of goodies inside. Yeah, that was surprising. <laughs> just be part of the story, and the thing we thought had goodies was actually just a terminal behind all the other terminals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get to the vault, and there's a bunch more of the uh, troopers there, and you have to fight a bunch of waves of them. It's not really anything difficult. Uh, Santari Cree is talking as you're going down there saying like you know someone has to be there to man it uh, to fire the arrays while someone else pilots through which I assume means that she was the one that was firing the arrays when Dagon flew through mm. since he's the only one that ever flew through and made it I guess I don't know yeah but uh yeah, you hop on this lift and you go very, very high into the sky. But they wait, Tom, they mentioned your favorite character here at that moment. 
Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. who should we leave here? Turgle? Yeah, Grease is like, I'll go see if Turgle's available. And Cal's like, how about like, not no, Turgle? Not- <laughs> how about anybody fucking well, like, else at that base? He's like, let's see if we can find somebody that has a death wish. Like, yeah, Turgle? yeah, that's yeah. maybe Turgle. Maybe not Turgle. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so you go up the lift, you line the arrays, and then Z pops up and is like, I will do it. And she says, may the force be with you. Then it's back down to the Mantis. Like, none of this is very time-consuming. Back down to the Mantis, and you get to have Grease fly you through the abyss. Which he's very excited for, by the way. I cannot, the amount of excitement. I love all that dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) I love the hype moment. Trying to hype himself up. Here, I'll do it. I'll do it. I mean... I think it's before you even go to align the arrays, but like his line is like, let me get this straight. You want me to fly the mantis through a ship eating nebula using a tiny tunnel created by 200 year old tech. And then Cal and Mariner's like, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And he's just, okay. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. In. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause yeah, as he's going through it, what does Marin say? Uh, she says something. Oh, at least we'll all die together. He's like, that's great. Hopefully there's enough room on my tombstone for it to read all that. <laughs> like that's not that much to be on tombstone. Uh. I think it's a little bit longer than that, right? She says, like, something else with that. I don't remember. I, I just played it, and that's all I remembered. I literally just beat the game, like, an hour and a half ago again. Oh, well, I guess your memory's better than mine. It's just fresher, not better. I just remember those lines. Yeah. So they start going through the abyss, and then, you know, shit starts flying all over the place. Uh, really Cal cool. Transfers all of the uh, shields to speed. They're trying to hype Grease up to do it. He's like, "All right, yeah, let's fucking do it." And it's funny because he had that stutter again, where the ship kind of sh- like the engine stuttered, and BD started beeping at him. He's like, "You want to fucking fly the ship?" And BD starts like crawling across the dashboard, and Cal's just like, "Yeah, pushes him away." You stop now. And then it gets to the point where it starts closing around them because the arrays are overheating. So they end up going into yeah, the, tunnel, the tunnel is shrinking. Yes. And Grease doesn't want to do that. You know, essentially, do you trust me? And then you hear Sears voice telling you basically when to go. Oh, so good. That moment fucking rules. Mm-hmm. And then Grease is just like screaming like nonstop. Yeah. Even yeah. after they make it through, he just keeps done. screaming. Yeah. And then like instantaneously, Cal just stands up and him and Baron just start making out. And Grease is still like screaming and Marin slaps him. <laughs> He's like, oh, good thing nobody lost their cool. <laughs> Very funny. As he was just screaming nonstop. And then we're on Tantalor, which funnily enough, like all that is in Tantalor is what you basically already walked through in that echo, like yeah, in chapter two. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to see the inside of that temple briefly, uh, but it's a very cool looking planet. Um, there, I don't think there's really there's like a couple echoes to collect. Yep, and I think that's it. But uh, probably my favorite part in the game here is when you're coming through the temple and you just hear Kata singing. Yep, and her ghost star song. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, that's that's fucking Modi. Right yeah, now. Very, very haunting and Yes, because it's just echoing the reaver like just through the Yeah. Through the tunnel as you're coming through. Yep. That that's very good. Yeah. Uh 
Great acoustics. Really great acoustics on Tantalor. Yeah. <laughs> Which, after you beat it, uh, I know Chris knows that you can find an echo of Bode singing with her in that same spot. Yeah. Also, sometimes she'll just be singing it again, like when you arrive at a planet or whatever. She'll yeah. Seat singing. It's a very good song. Uh, so you see Kata and you explain that, you know, you're there to get something that her father stole. They want to ask back. Oh, the whole walk up, Marin and Cal were back and forth on how, you know, what they were going to do with Bode. Marin just wants to murder the fuck out of him. And Cal doesn't want to because he doesn't want to leave Kata by herself like they were, where they had no parents. So they agreed that they will let Bode decide what would happen. So they get Kata to show them where Bode is. And they have to go through this long tunnel. And she's like, I don't like it here. It's dark and it's scary and it's lonely. So Marin conjures up one of her like necro flames. She's like, see, that's not so bad. And Kata's just like, you're very pretty. It's like, okay. Yeah. But you get to the uh, innards of the temple and Bode uh, says Kata and turns around and sees you. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Son of a bitch. Very angry. Very like immediate. And then uh, basically gets so angry that he destroys the ground right in front of Kata to make her like try and run away. And then the fight begins. Fight of the Bodes. So I this is an actual glitch I did have here during this fight. Um, he killed me. And then when I started to I did the respawn and he was down on the second level instead of the first one. And so when I walked down, had to jump down to him, but it was so far away that it it killed me. So I had to mm. re- reload the whole thing. And, and then it, it reset to where it put him back on the first platform again. Hmm. It was very weird. Strange. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it only happened that one time. It was, it was weird. But uh, this is a very good fight. It's uh, you know, a lot of the back and forth. You get one little instance of Marin giving you like the teleport where you fly around. And then yeah. you tackle him down. That's when you go to that lower level. Yeah. Uh, he gets angry and uh, he makes starts cracking the ground that is around Kata. So then Marin leaves the fight to save Kata, who's about to fall and teleports yeah. her he's to safety. Kill his daughter because he's so yeah. angry and blind. Well, not like he didn't know like she was there. Like, you know, he it just was like a chain effect. Yeah. It's not like he grabbed her by the throat and started strangling her like. Anakin. Yeah, but he's being incredibly reckless. Obviously. Well, yes, because he's extremely angry because he finds out, like, because they gave him the choice, and Cal's like, you can be here, you can live here, and you can live with Kata, but the hidden path is coming here. So now he knows no matter what, they're here now, they've already bring like brought attention. Like, no matter what, somebody else is going to follow them through. Like, he is not safe like he thought he was. Yeah. So, yeah, he must die. Apparently, which, as you get to the end of the fight, is very apparent because he will not give up. But before you get there, so when he knocks you down and knocks Beatty away and starts beating the living piss out of you, and it's like, you know, embrace the dark side or whatever as it like splating to black. I didn't do that. If you don't do anything, it just, yeah, you're just yeah. fucking done. So I'm like, so okay, yeah. well, I <laughs> thought there was actually going to be like a choice in this game at that point. But That's. Then, that's what happened with the glitches when he's beating the shit out of me. I just let it happen because I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then so when I do re- that too, Ryan? 
yeah, we're all good boys here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I'm sure a lot of people did it. It's really weird that they wouldn't just like have something else there or be like, I, literally stay on that screen forever until you do it. Make you decide you have to do this or something. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. like, let's redo the whole fight. Like, yeah. it seems like there's a better solution considering that's something that occurred to everybody here at least. Yeah, yeah. because there's really not been a huge indicator that he would embrace the dark side, especially that moment after the base when he's doing that and right. Marin has that conversation. I was like, okay, well, obviously she talks some sense into him. This isn't going to be something that I have to worry about. Really and cool. he's in this fight with Marin. I realize she just you know, rescued Kata, but there's nothing stopping her from bamfing back in here and kicking Bode off of you. Yeah. Like, if you want to wait. <laughs> I don't know. So you yeah. say that, like, that him, you know, that he turned away, but then at the end here, when he shoots Bode, and he's got that look in his face, and then he shoots him again after Bode's, like, already on the ground, like, he is still on, he's still riding he's still that edge. Like yeah. he could very well go bad because you could see because even after he does it, then he kind of like comes to and like drops his gun. Well, the first time he shoots him, he's not dead. Right. And then he. No, he sh he shoots him and he falls to the ground and isn't moving. And then he walks up and shoots him again. Like no, right. I, in the I thought he was still, I, I thought he was still know, moving after the first shot. He's double tapping. He had to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't a quick succession double tap. Like he was down and there's a couple seconds and he kind of leans forward more and just does it again. And like the animation, like the motion capture for his face is like very menacing yeah. at that point. And then like there's a brief period afterwards where then he like lowers his gun and like, you know, realizes. Well, yeah, in that moment we did. Right. You you do embrace the darkness in that moment. And well, that's I mean, yeah, for that last half of the fight. Yeah, like that's I the very end of the fight is when you shoot him. Yeah, Cal's ability to slow down time and then become super strong is still embracing the dark side. Like, he has a whole ability that I'm sure will carry into the next game that is embracing the dark side. Um, I don't know if they'll have it exactly like that because it's pretty OP to have at the beginning of a game, but I would love if they found <laughs> a way to balance around it. I don't know. But, um, and also, like, as soon as that does happen back on the, the station, um, your, like, upgrade menu is kind of red. Like, you're, you're connected. Yeah, you can't do anything with it. In yeah. the middle. So yeah, then you murder Bode, and then uh, it goes to Marin with Kata on the ship, telling her about how much he changed after, you know, his wife died, and he wasn't himself, and, you know, basically just falling down just this void. Yeah, Kata everything... was very aware that, his, I mean, we didn't really mention it, but during all these interactions that she's been a part of, she's been talking to her dad, like, why are you doing this? Like, you, it seems like you're the one in the wrong. Like, she was very, yeah, telling like, him to stop, like, like aware like, of his actions being bad. You know, right. and that he is hurting people. Mm -hmm. So, a really good interaction between her and Marin, and like Marin talking to her about death and yeah, oh, you know, it's what, a pain that you carry with you now, and like that's gonna define or it's gonna make you the person that you will be. Yeah, yeah. And explaining I mean, like how she had lost, Cal had lost, and they found each other. Right. Because they talked about before, like going into the fight, like we don't want to be the people continuing the cycle of vengeance. You know, we've right. we understand what loss is at an age like this. And if we're doing this, we have to go into go into it with the mindset of you can't just. Do yeah, this you can't just kill to get out of your situation. You have to try right. to save people along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then while they're having this conversation, it flashes the scene of, you know, Cal picking up Bode, like getting his lightsaber and everything with him and bringing him out. And then they have the funeral pyre for Seer Cordova and Bode, where Kata walks up to Bode's grave and throws her little Mookie doll on it. Mm-hmm. As like all of her family is gone now. And it's just crazy how they do like the super speed and Cal's just like standing there. I thought my point. game was fucked up for a second. Yeah, for a oh. second. <laughs> oh, as it's doing that, and that John Williams score from the originals comes in, it's just fucking. It's like goosebumps. Yeah, I, mean, I realized very, quick, very but yeah, for like the first opening, second, yeah, the first second, second I'm like, uh? Like, what's <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he stands there and watches them, uh, the corpses burn all the way down. Burn, yeah, yeah. God, did this moment ass. break me? <laughs> Incredible. Then eventually nuds up next to him and puts her arm on him, and then. It's just him. Mm-hmm. And then he finally says something at the end uh, to Sears grave that she saved him back on Braca, And he doesn't know what he's going to do now. Um, but yeah, he will continue what she started, he says. Yeah. Yeah. And Great. And you have Great literally, literally 30 minutes of credits because I literally like <laughs> stopped and said, I beat the game. And it was like a half hour later and I was still watching credits. Jesus Christ. A lot of people work on these damn games nowadays, man. Yeah. So after you finish, like, all of these, there's all these little echoes of Bo that pop up all throughout the world of, like, when he was doing, like, figuring out what he was going to say at certain points uh, that are very cool to go back and listen to. I don't know if you guys did that or not. Not a lot of them. Some of them, but not all of them. Oh, they're very good. Uh, Including the one where he sings Go Star with kata but that's an easy one to find well yeah. not really because like why would you go back there unless you just popped your menu up i, f- I found the ones on tantalor um but yeah i haven't found a couple other oh yeah kobo's got a whole bunch jetta has got a bunch because there's one where you find i think on jetta is like oh this is easy like those be easy control cal because he's in love this is after they find out about marin on jetta it's uh him like trying to figure out what he should say to Grease, like back in the um the saloon uh, there's one by a ship. I know, there's a bunch all over. But it's cool because there's at certain points where you ad- actually interacted with Bode, it's like his, like, just figuring out what he's going to do. You can continue. see his viewpoint. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. Um, and how cool is uh, Boba Fett at the end of the cage shit? Did you guys oh, finish we, the Bounty we, Hunters? I yeah, heard I about it, but, but I haven't gone to do it yet. Uh, uh, I didn't do the last cutscene where they're all on the ship and they're talking about sticking together as a family and uh kata grease tells kata to strap in as they take off it's a good moment it's like now they have like this tiny little makeshift family of cal and kata and marin uncle grease grease is like the uncle or grandpa which won't be apparent in anything in the next game if there's a next game because you know the end of the first game was like, hey, they're all together. No, they're not anymore. <laughs> they split yeah. up. True. They were bad. Yeah, yeah. but the only, the only other big note that I have is the bounty hunter stuff. It's very cool that you do the bounty hunter stuff in the last the last fight is Cage. And it, it, that's a fucking hard fight. Yeah, did you get the, the one-hit kill where she hits you and she tackles you and then just continuously shoots you in the face with their blaster? Um, no, I killed her in one, I did it one go. Um, but it was a heart's fuck. I mean, 
Yeah. So she has a move where she jumps in the air and then flies at you. She tackles you, knocks you on the ground and pins your arm down and just holds her blaster in your face and just keeps firing. Yeah. You just die. That storyline is so cool, though. It's mm-hmm. like she sent you after all these other ones. And then just to raise the price. <laughs> yeah. Just to raise the price on your head so she could go after you. And she and then you also took out all the other competition. So nobody yeah. else would be coming after you. And, so and then she Boba just... Fett comes for her. Yeah. And there's Very a good. really cool moment between you and Boba Fett where he's just like, I'm not after you, Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And she's like, really? You don't you don't want to kill him after, you know, fucking Mace Windu chopped your dad's head off? Even though he's not really your dad, he's actually just you. Yeah. No, I really like that. And then I like the design that it's the old, like, original trilogy armored Boba Fett with, like, the cargo pouches and stuff and not, like, the weird overweight Book of Boba Fett yeah. version. But yeah, I was really I, I I wasn't expecting that cameo. But then he flies down. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And that's anything else you got for the game? It's all my uh, notes. We all got the platinum except for Ryan. Uh, yeah, to get the big ass gamer boy. Big ass gamer boy. One thing I wish I didn't do is getting all those fucking seeds when I didn't need to. Yeah, the the fact that uh, three of us got the platinum, I mean, I think speaks volumes of this game. That's, um, uh, well, yeah, it's definitely goatee right now for me. Yeah, yeah, even with technical issues, I think it's <clears throat> for right now at least. Um, it's not like you know, it's not like when I played Elden Ring and it's like, okay, this is goatee, and I don't think there's possibly anything that could ever dethrone it this year. But it's like it's up there. It's a hard one to dethrone. I, I mean, yeah. are we gonna are we gonna do still? But Still a lot of year left too. Yeah. Well, we have, I, we have a sort of comment. Not, I don't know, from Holden. We have a few. Yeah. I I don't think there's a few. I think it's just Holden. I mean, it's all Holden, but he had a few. <laughs> yeah. It's it's multiple uh, choice. Or, uh, it's multiple choice. Multi multi question. I choose A. Okay. Oh, is that it's that? always C, Tom. You got to run. Oh. oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, but he's only at about the first three chapters as of posting of this around the Jetta area. Uh, he really enjoys the um, confusion, which I will say when you are not the confusion of the flamethrower, but when trooper, but when you grab the flame trooper and then she's R1 and just burn the other ones alive, I feel it's a lot more fun than just like confusing the trooper. I didn't use the confusion a lot. Confusion is super helpful. Yes, that's what he lot. says. I yeah, didn't use it very much. It was easier just to run in and murder and grab and pull and kill in one hit. Um, yes, he really enjoys that. He likes the, uh, especially when you get like the larger monsters, which I will agree. Like if you get like the two, like the triceratops to fight the giant weird monkey thing. It's yeah. kind of funny. Um, and he likes having the partner in real action from time to time. So uh, when you get Marin and Bode, which is actually the one I had to start the game over because at that point I had not made Bode do anything. So when I started oh, really? the game over, I had to make, because I never, I didn't control them. I just let them do whatever they want because you can send them after one thing. And like, like, well, yeah, I just, just I let them used do whatever. Ability all the time. The ability was super helpful, especially, uh, I used Marins a lot. I mean, I think they both basically did the same thing where you just hold people in place, but, um, they're really good to like, get a, a decent group together with like a force pole or something. Oh, yeah, I know Bode them. would do like a jump kick and then drop a stun grenade. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, sometimes they would just kill him. Like if they're weak enough, they would just kill him on the one hit. Um, but yeah, Marin did the like weird electro cage green yeah. goose thing, which was fine. But I never needed to rely on them. I just, I, don't know, I guess I just never explored that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I needed it. Just it's they give you so many tools in your arsenal. It's it's, it's fun to fuck around with everything. You know, that's my thing. I that's the one big thing about this game is I. I had played it in so many different ways throughout my playthrough is I changed up my style a lot of like sabers I used. I mean, I pretty much used every lightsaber at, at one point, uh, you know, using the abilities, using BD's abilities to hack the droids. Uh, oh, that was really, especially when you had the hammer and uh, spear ones, you just stay yeah. far enough away where you can hack them because those things are a pain in the ass. Well, a lot of them, if you just hit them one time and then do a force pull on them, you can hack them. Like the oh, one... if you have the bolt, you can just shoot them a far away and it just hacks them immediately. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's an unlockable in the tree. Yeah, so if you don't aggro them, you can just shoot that bolt and arc and it'll instantly hack them. In like the survivor tree? Maybe. I don't remember which one it was. But yeah, so you so you can... I, I think there's ones where you're fighting the... Uh, the raiders and i would get both of the uh droids on either side of them and then just walk up to them they just both turn and just murder them yeah it's quite funny yeah the hack was super beneficial just great um yeah also likes uh how the narrative difference is with the partners and how it makes it feel more like a rebellion instead of just a one-man army i really think it still just felt like a one-man army i mean there's cinematics I didn't never felt like I needed them in like actual gameplay. Cause that'd be more like upon like a party system almost. Yeah, but I think the first one relied so much on Cal talking to BD and it was just dialogue with him sure. just making comments about the area to BD that it was helpful to have a, a partner there to bounce conversation between instead of it being like um you know, just it does the horizon thing of uh Aloy just constantly making a comment about everything that she fucking sees. Sure. You know? uh, say, right? uh just like thematically, right? Like it feels a little bit broader that there's more people in the fight than just Cal at this point, even if the fighting itself still kind of feels like just you, because you know, video game. Yeah, and they are involved if you want them to be. Yeah, I I think it would have carried a little more weight if they didn't murder everybody in the beginning of the first chapter like if you would have had more of those characters along as side characters oh yeah maybe yeah it would have felt yeah a little more grander than just a single person for a certain spot on a planet or yeah. i guess in Marin's case just any of the open world on or, just, or the ability to swap out partners of right. like who you want to take with you I mean, I get what he's saying. I'm not saying that that's not, you know, valid. Yeah, but that's always that's definitely something they could expand upon in the mm -hmm. right. next entry, which yeah. would be that would be super cool. Of like, oh, pick what party member you want to go with you on this mission. Yeah, and they get their own set of skills and shit. Yeah, That'd I was kind of surprised. I mean, not anymore now that Arthur Bowden betrayed us. But when Bowden and Marin were both on the ship at one point, I was surprised they didn't like just let you choose every time you go to a planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. He's also hot on exploration, combat, story, and customization. It's very rewarding to hunt the ends of the earth to find a dope-ass new jacket. Which I know, Chris, you don't care about any of the customization, but... <laughs> Still feels good exploring. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to 
get into and go around with. So, you know, and then as you get the other skills to come back to a place that you couldn't get into before that you remembered. And then it not just being like, oh, there's just a collectible here, but there's actually a little more than just that. Like most of the time, yes, it was just like a little collectible. But like when you go to the caverns, oh, yeah. Ryan had to do four times. Three times. Three times, whatever. Three times. It was multiple times. It was. Yeah, I had to go back. I I and actually didn't end up finishing that because I guess I didn't get to the part that you had to get to to get the trophy. So that was oh, annoying. I didn't actually get the map upgrade. Yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> oh, let me see. I somehow walked past it. Hmm. Weird. Um, he, Holton also said he only had like one real glitch. I think Tyler, you said something about it too. Is like when you were going to the lightsaber. Yours wasn't the same, but like it took him twenty seconds before the UI actually opens up when he was going to customize like his lightsaber. Yeah. And I think you said yours is just like all black. Yeah, it would black out the ones that were underneath that you were about to pull up, and it would just it just looked like black little particles. It was it's like a shadow almost. I think the weirdest thing that I had was when I'd run into the bottom of Pylon Saloon just from the outside, like going into your room when that door would open. So I would just run <laughs> so fast. It's just all like you. There's no floor, and you it's can see void. everything below. But as soon as you like step into it, then it's there. Yeah, it all operates. I I had one moment. Uh... Oh, God. I think this was when I was just exploring after I'd rolled credits, um, but it, it may have been on the climb up to the Dagon fight number three, um, where I could not switch my stance. It was stuck on double. Um, like, the, the input just wouldn't register at all. Um, and I could sheathe and pull double out perfectly fine, but it wouldn't switch over to the other stance until I closed the game and reopened it. Weird. Mm. Yeah, I, the big one I have with Pyloons is whenever I would come out, the textures wouldn't pop on anything around me. So, uh, like, all the shrubs and bushes and stuff just look like giant green blobs. <laughs> the, the, weird. I don't think that's a bug. I think that's them uh, just cutting back on textures as much as possible to keep frames up while you're in performance mode. I think if you were to uh, go to, to pretty mode, they, they that would, wouldn't would do slowly, that. But, it yeah. would slowly go back. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just performance mode trying to stay performance for you as much as possible and if you were to put it on whatever the other one is definition mode whatever i can't even think of the name um super graphics whatever yeah resolution mode or whatever yeah that would it would but your frames would dip but it would probably not do the pop in as badly yeah uh yeah maybe next time we get to play with turgle yeah, maybe Turgle will be the main character. Main no. character. Yeah. I would take a Turgle would, DLC. Yeah. I would love you just to run around players. like scamming troopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see them making like a Turgle mobile game. Enough people I think love Turgle. Um, or I don't know, like a little side game, whatever. Uh, mm. I would love a game playing as Marin though, just because Marin's best. Um, and also like her movement abilities feel similar to like doing a lot of the dashing through the green gates and stuff, which is like my biggest thing with this game is I wish there was more of that. Like the two tears where you're doing the balloon tear and then the tear with the, all the green gates are like the best things in the game for me. Those are yeah, those are a lot of fun. I enjoyed those. So yeah, uh, scores. Ryan, uh, ten. This is a ten. Tyler, I got a solid nine two five. 
Chris. I'm looking because I forgot. I think a 925. Yeah, 925. I got definitely a solid 95. This is very good. Like, I didn't have all of the graphical problems that apparently are just widespread. Or if I did, I just didn't care. I was having yeah, so seemed, much fun. It seems like Chris and I had more technical issues than you guys. Yeah, I had, I had really nothing. I had that one crash and then some yeah. minor, yeah, nothing. Really. Yeah, that's yeah, the only I, reason mine's not a little bit higher. Probably be a nine five if uh didn't have all the technical stuff, but I got it. I got it deducted some of that shit because it definitely impacted my game. Does it get? It needs that bump for you being extremely drunk, though. As we figured out that your bugs were yeah, but not all the bugs internal were, like, glitch. Both getting stuck on the second level and shit like that. Maybe he just thought you were that good that you could just skip to the bottom of the fight, but you weren't that good because you couldn't make it down to the platform. Mm, that's true. Uh, but no, a very good game. Um, I mean, have they confirmed that there is a third one? No, but I would uh, be surprised. No. <laughs> clear. Yeah, because we got the uh, what is it? Eclipse is supposed to be coming out. Yep, I think there's a weird like Nintendo one that's supposed to be coming out as well. I mean, it's probably not to like 2028, 2029. Maybe For maybe Kelsey. a little earlier than that. Like they they need Old years man. to yeah. But yeah, final thoughts? It. Anything? Yeah, it's good Tyler's game. Hungry? He's got great eat. game. Amazing game. So <laughs> starving. Good. I haven't eaten. I'm, I've been putting this off. I've been. I'm so hungry. Literally done. And he's like, ah, I need to eat food now. I have Taco Bell sitting right here. I've been staring at. If you just like lean back far enough, your uh, background would just make you disappear anyway. We got a chalupa. The hot contest that everybody wants. I'm ready to eat it. Um, but I don't think we have a another game lined up for the next one. Chris Tales. No. All right, uh, it's official. Tyler is off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler has to play Chris Tales nonstop until we tell him otherwise. I think that's how it'll go. But it's Stockholm Syndrome at some point loop back around and he loves the game. Best game yeah, he's ever yeah. played. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing compares. He's the most fantastic. He's going to sing Sinead O'Connor the whole time? Yes. Sing that Prince song. Ah, <laughs> uh, but until next time, I guess. That does it for Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Very, very good game. We'll let you know if Tyler gets to eat his food or not. Liam's trying to come over here and nab my food, dude. Take it. Take his chalupa. (laughs) Put me on speaker. (laughs) But okay. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.